Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. the sound of rock cracking one more time you got doc holiday's rock splitting politics we're trying to finish up the short month of february and we do uh, appreciate the fact that it is black history month and we look at different leaders and it's interesting to see that tim scott senator from south carolina who is descendant of slaves and african-american and he's a republican Guess what? He's been hanging out in Iowa. He's taking some time to spend some time in Iowa. Now, now, why would that be significant? Oh, well, is there something called a presidential race coming up? But I will say for Senator Tim Scott, I have met him. He's genuine. He's very smart. He's very real. And he's very Republican. And he loves hard work smart work going to school getting an education and making america the best it can be so am i backing uh, tim scott for president no i gotta say he's not even running yet but i will say he is one of the bright future stars he's already starring in the republican party but for on a national stage and i believe that he gets respect even donald trump many times would talk about how he worked with tim scott to get to empower the uh zones in the in these uh low income area in big cities and uh enterprise zones that's what tim scott helped uh put through congress to to help uh to help people who were in, in the taxes and tax breaks and he worked with donald trump to get that done so Tim Scott is going to Iowa. I'll just say that. And we'll see. Things are going to heat up some. If Nikki Haley has jumped in, of course, Donald Trump has been in. And who else may come in? We'll just wait and see. But keep listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. But uh, there is somebody jumping in on the Democratic side. How about that? Joe Biden's telling everybody to hold off and not marry Ann Williams. Now, who is she? Oh, yeah. She ran before. If you've listened to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics over the years, you know her comment on the uh, Democratic presidential debate stage helped, uh, helped me decide to go to New Zealand. Never had been to New Zealand before, but she said on the uh, stage that she wanted every America to be like New Zealand. They said they were, it was the number one place to raise children or something to that effect, the president of New Zealand. And Marianne Williams brought that out and said she wanted it to be the United States. So we did do a little investigational reporting down in uh, New Zealand. And if you remember, 
<laughs> we're about to get to these January 6th tapes and what we're going to talk about in today's show. But I just, uh, re reflecting back on the my trip to New Zealand, went to the, the Parliament building or wherever they had their um, government there in Wellington, in New Zealand. And it looks, I think they call it the Beehive because <laughs> the government uh, building is not like a capital building we'd see. Looks more like a big beehive, but that's where uh, we talked with some of the uh, leaders and politicians as they came out. And but when we drove around the countryside, <laughs> one of my favorite memories was driving. Uh, well, of course, driving on the left side of the road it was, it was a little uh, bit to learn, but I I got got the hang of it and. But driving through the countryside in the middle of nowhere, no towns, no anything, came uh, came around a curve and it's in the middle of a pasture. This huge Trump 2020 sign. It was uh, it was amazing to see that. You think, wow, out here in the middle of nowhere, and uh, I, that just shows you that there's people who know America stands for freedom, and if America loses our our thirst for freedom and liberty, then uh, we, we're going. The world has no hope. So I just that just uh, made a good memory come back. So now let's get to this show today. J six videotapes. What what am I talking about? You know what I'm talking about. And Speaker of the House McCarthy had promised that he would help release the tape so people can see you know the democrats were in charge of the house nancy pelosi uh, benny thompson of mississippi headed up the january 6th committee and they kept all those tapes locked up out of sight nobody could look at them except for their team and they cherry-picked what they wanted to make uh, seemed like a, a insurrection. We all can agree. You, you can go back and listen to my show on, about January sixth of two thousand twenty-one, and and you can you you know it was a horrible time for America to see what happened there. But why did it happen? And the January sixth committee would not let Jim Jordan, other Republicans, own Nancy Pelosi kicked them off. And it was a one-sided political witch hunt, political uh, documentary. And they made it prime time. And they cherry-picked just the footage they wanted. They had a couple of Republicans who voted for impeachment, did not like Donald Trump. And, uh, and Liz Cheney and uh, the other guy, I forget, that's how quickly his name is fading away. And they're, they're neither one in Congress anymore. But you have to think back, and they cherry-picked. They, the Democrat, J6 committee, January 6th committee. So did we get a real truth of what happened on January 6th? Uh, no, we didn't. We did not. All this investigation of the committee, and they never put Nancy Pelosi on the stand and never did ask her why was there a failure of uh, the Capitol Police why was there no National Guard when President Trump said we need National Guard outs for extra uh, uh, manpower, woman power, the National Guard? 
and they refused it. Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of D.C. refused to allow National Guard to be called forth before January 6th. Why? Well, we don't know because nobody put Nancy Pelosi on a stage. Nobody asked her. Nobody asked the tough questions of uh, FBI, uh, the head of the FBI, Ray. No, nobody asked that. Why? You look at uh, Ray Ebbs, and you may remember that name. We've talked about him on this show several times. Ray Ebbs was telling people the night before, we have to go into the Capitol. you got to go into the Capitol. And then he's seen whispering to people, and people go up. And he's seen helping push a sign to, to push into the police. And, and, and people who touch that sign have been arrested and in jail for two years and having to pay heavy fines, but not Ray Epps. No, sirree, not Ray Epps. Why? Why would that be? And if he is a federal agent or and and. Benny Thompson said, hey, we asked him, are you, are you, are you uh, part of the government? He said, no. Well, Benny Thompson, Congressman Thompson, of all due respect, if I know you've got a half a brain up there, could you have asked him if he was under contract with anybody, any government agency? Could you ask him, is there any way that anybody connected with the government had any influence on you? Could you ask a simple question like that? But no, he didn't. <laughs> no, they did not. No entire committee. So, uh, so what has happened in this past few days is Speaker of the House McCarthy, Republican, has had promised that he would release. There's forty-one thousand hours. Somebody say forty-four thousand hours of videotape of the, around the Capitol, in the Capitol, so we can really see, did some police let protesters in? Did they open the door and let them in? Was it something that's orchestrated? Do we have pictures of maybe um, uh, FBI agents, undercover, or others in the Capitol? Uh, you know, that, uh, and how were they reacting? Do, did we have any... Uh, government agencies actually pushing people um, and, and fighting against the police? I hope not, but did we? Did we? And how many undercover agents were in the crowd? Did any of the undercover agents have speaker phones telling everybody, push into the Capitol, push into the Capitol? Who were on those megaphones? There were a bunch of them. And they did not sound like Trump supporters. I heard the language. They sound like Antifa. But we did our show. And we, you know, you could just tell a lot of people on those speaker phones. I won't say all of them. But a lot of them seem really, really not like Trump supporters. A lot of questions we could ask. A lot. And we're going to do that in just a minute as far as getting answers. Uh, but what has really, really made the left mad is when McCarthy gave them to a certain TV host. Who was that? Well, you probably know. But I'm going to wait. First off, let me we'll, we'll tell you who it is and more about the tapes and who's looking at them. 
right after this break. But let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. And as we're finishing up the month of February, we are glad that you're listening to us. And this is a presidential election warm-up year. How about that? 2024 is the presidential election and um, a third of the senators and all the House of Representatives again. Sometimes it seems like we're in a non-stop election. And especially when you consider we had the election season, <laughs> we no longer have an election day. Oh, we need to get back to just have one day. And a few people, if they can't vote on that day, yes, give them access to voting early. But they should have a reason. And, and we need to know that all the ballots are being watched and they got the tape before they're counted. And it's not being done, folks. we got to tighten up our election laws and obey our election laws but let's let's go ahead and and let me just as i reminded you you're listening to doc holiday's rock splitting politics and i've told you i haven't in the last couple weeks but soon and very soon i got a novel coming out first time novel it's gonna be a series so i hope you'll like the first novel i hope you'll get the first novel but it's called hatchy keeper of the secret and maybe I can tell you a little bit more as it's ready. It's almost ready, okay? Almost ready. We had trouble getting the print supplies, the ink, the, all the stuff that uh, supply chains. But <laughs> it's it's going to be here soon. And like I like to say, soon and very soon. So uh, we'll tell you how you can get that book as soon as we can. Listen, I, I want to say... Uh, thank you not only to our in the country in America listeners we do know we have international listeners and forgive me for not recognizing you but thank you for people who love freedom and liberty around the world I told you I know I know we got some friends in New Zealand <laughs> and so thank you for listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics and seeing what's going on with what's uh, the politics in America. It is important what goes on in America. It is important to support freedom and liberty in our Constitution and our laws and what we do in our, in our elections. So thank you, people around the world, listening, listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Now, I got a clip I want to play, and it'll tell you who is getting the January 6th 41 or some say 44,000 hours to look through and see what kind of uh, insurrection it was, what happened in the Capitol, outside the Capitol, and we'll see if we see the same thing that the January 6th, January 6th committee put on primetime night after night to, to try to, uh, what was it? Oh, they were using taxpayer money for a political advertisement. That's what exactly what seems to have happened. Because they would not show all the film and and both sides. So maybe we'll see uh, what happened. On, did the, some guards actually let protesters in? Hmm. Huh. Why did Nancy Pelosi not provide 
uh, all the necessary support to get the National Guardian the day before. Why? Why? Good, solid questions need to be asked, and they shouldn't have. We shouldn't have to be waiting till now to hear the answers. But somebody failed in their duty on the January sixth committee. Basically, everybody is on it. Didn't ask any tough questions of people who we need to know the answer for, like Ray Epps. And I'm sure there are others. And the question, how many undercover agents were in the crowd? And were, you know, oh, we didn't have one or two FBI. We don't know. But did they have hired (laughs) contractors in the crowd? Somebody needs to ask that question. And I would like to hear the answer. Now, uh, let's let's take a listen to this clip from MSNBC. We don't play a lot of their clips here, but here, take a listen to this clip. Fox News host Tucker Carlson says House Speaker Kevin McCarthy gave him unfettered and exclusive access to about 44,000 hours of Capitol Hill surveillance footage from the day of the January 6th riot. Lawmakers are reacting. One of McCarthy's strongest allies, Congressmember Marjorie Taylor Greene, tweeted Americans deserve to see the truth, not a one-sided narrative and unfair two-tier justice system. January 6th committee member Adam Smith suggested McCarthy's decision was less about transparency and more about fueling conspiracy theories. And former chair of that committee, Benny Thompson, issued a lengthy statement and a warning about what could come, saying, quote, it's hard to overstate the potential security risks if this material were to be used irresponsibly. Joining me now is NBC News Capitol Hill correspondent Ali Vitale. It's not like he just gave anybody this material. He gave it to Tucker Carlson, who did that whole special that was misleading about the January 6th insurrection. And misleading is putting it mildly. Yeah, and who has consistently downplayed what happened here, even after we saw throughout the entire summer, fall, and part of the winter, the findings in granular detail of the January 6th Select Committee. And so it makes sense that those members and former members are now speaking out about McCarthy's decision to give these tens of thousands of hours of footage to Tucker Carlson. But there's also a question of the security implications of this. The January 6th Committee, for example, and Benny Thompson alludes to this in his statement, were very careful about the chain of custody, who was able to access this. They limited the number of people who had actual eyes that could be put on this footage. And when they did actually show footage from the Capitol Police during those January 6th hearings, they gave the Capitol Police a heads up about it. It was done sort of in concert so that security concerns were assuaged and at least that everyone was looped in. That's now what Leader Jeffries is referring to in a letter to his colleagues. He is furious about this, as are multiple other Democratic members. I'll read to you just one of the key parts from this Jeffries letter to his colleagues that we obtained earlier today, where he says that uh, this is an egregious security breach on the part of McCarthy by giving over this footage, and that it endangers the hardworking women and men of the U.S. Capitol Police. Now, the Capitol Police, for their part, the head of that, Chief Manger, saying, when congressional leadership or congressional oversight committees ask for things like this, we have to give it to them. They're not able to say much more than that, but one source is telling my colleague Kelly Talbot and I that in this instance, they didn't give it directly to Tucker Carlson's show. They were asked for it by Congress and complied with that request. Clearly, then, there has to be a middle person, in this case, Speaker McCarthy's office, who gave Carlson's show that footage, and it sounds like we'll hear in a few days what they end up doing with it. 
what they end up doing with it, well, <laughs> they're going to look at it. And we hope and pray that we'll see some, some both sides of the story. Yes, there was a riot. Yes, there was a fist fighting. There was pushing through and breaking through police lines. And I do not agree with any of that. Don't agree with going into the Capitol or breaking windows to the Capitol. My question is, how many Antifa were dressed up as Trump supporters? How many undercover cops were dressed up as Trump supporters? I'd just like to know. And we have so much to look at on this footage. And I hope uh, Tucker Carlson and his team will have time to look through it all and show us some things that we've probably never seen before. So I clap my hands for Tucker Carlson. Carlson. We've played some of his clips over the years, and he has a he ha, he has an intellect that wants to seek out truth, and he makes some people mad because he's not afraid to say tough, bold things. Do I agree with Tucker Carlson on everything? No, of course not. But he talks tough because he is tough, and he's bold in an age where everybody else bow down, they'll bow down and kiss the ring of the king. But not Tucker Carlson. He he'd ask Donald Trump tough questions. He didn't kiss his feet. He asked Trump tough questions, and he asked other people tough questions if they'll get on his show. But they they don't want on his show. Now, uh, I, I do have to read a few of these lines. What when? Um, the um, when Speaker McCarthy said he's going to hand these out, it was just so funny because uh, we had people that were upset about, oh, what what's he going to do? What what's uh, Speaker of the House McCarthy? Why, why is he giving this to Fox News Tucker Carlson? You hear almost fright in in some of the uh, commentators. You hear fright in some of the Democratic congressmen who served on that committee. And it's just, uh, it's just almost laughable about how uh, they were so worried. And I think, uh, you know, I think Tucker Carlson is going to have a fun time. He's just going to really enjoy going through there and, and hopefully poking all kind of holes in, in the, the insurrection uh, plot that the January 6th committee tried to show but now uh, let, let me let me read this uh, clip of some of the Democrats and what they were saying let's say uh, it's a great article there's several great articles in different places but uh, one of the Democrats during the January 6th hear hearing shift doctor text messages between Mark Meadows and representative Jim Jordan we, we know that was a uh, uh, coming out and then uh, the representative Jamie Raskin of Maryland is screaming that releasing the footage is MAGA propaganda and falsely calls Tucker a quote pro-Putin journalist and he gets the liberals are calling Tucker a pro-Putin what he what uh, Tucker Carlson says on his show is why are we spending so much money for the Ukraine as America is rotting with rail lines look, look what's going on for rail lines and yet we sent a hundred billion that we know of a hundred billion and tucker is implying with the intelligent community the intelligence community there might be a hundred billion more on top of that we don't know it's classified of course but uh 
Jamie Raskin from Maryland also said McCarthy given 40,000 hours of January 6th tape to a pro-Putin journalist is an astounding ethical collapse. What security precautions were taken to keep this from becoming a roadmap for 2024 insurrection? Why isn't it available to all media and public? Smell the MAGA propaganda coming. Well, we've smelt the January 6th uh, committee propaganda for about a year, over a year, Jamie Raskin, and it stinks to high heaven. There should, there are some good parts of what the January 6th committee has pulled out and said, look, this shouldn't happen again. I agree, it shouldn't happen again. But why did it happen? Why didn't you ask Nancy Pelosi, why didn't she have help? Why didn't you have to ask the mayor of D.C., why didn't she get in the National Guard? But these are the things. Uh, it's, uh, again, uh, the far-left representative, Richie Torres, was complaining uh, that handing off the January 6th footage to Tucker is as insane as appointing Marjorie Taylor Greene to the Homeland Security Committee. <laughs> oh, my. But uh, it, it's the Democrats are so upset. Well, <laughs> my goodness. Are you afraid they're going to poke holes in, in, in all the, the propaganda that you put out? And you use taxpayer money. You did it, and you did it in prime time just to push the Democratic agenda, taxpayer money, for political purposes. That's, that's what it looks like the January 6th committee under the Democrats did. So let's, let's see what Tucker Carlson brings out. And these January 6th tapes, thank goodness somebody's going to at least cease uh, some of the footage and, and, and answer some questions that the committee obviously looked at and did not seek to find answers. Like I've said, everything from Ray Epps to Nancy Pelosi. So thank you. January 6th tapes are going to, well, I, said, I should thank Kevin McCarthy, but it's really the American people who helped put the Republicans in charge of the U.S. House, the People's House, and now let's see what comes out. And uh, yes, Tucker Carlson does good in his in his uh, uh, research, does good in bringing out stories we don't hear about. And that's why I'm glad to see that's happening. And we will follow the story along with other things in politics. And you will you you can come right here to Doc Holliday's Rock Split in Politics and listen to things you won't hear anywhere else. Hey. Appreciate you being on, and we will see you next week. God bless. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.